Kirk Joyce here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Mark Morzeka. I'm Steve Sears. I'm breaking out. We're all comedians living in Los Angeles, and we're professional wrestling fans, and we got an action-packed show planned out today. Woo! If there's more action that we could pack into it, it would explode. There were tons and tons of weird little wrestling news stories going on in the world of professional wrestling over this past week, and we've got plenty of them to talk about. And, of course, we kind of gather these stories from, from legitimate wrestling news sites like the Pro crack Wrestling and, yeah, crack the Pro Investigators, Wrestling Torch, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Wrestling Observer, the Pro Wrestling Torch, Lords T- of Pain, TMZ. Yeah, TMZ. <laughs> certainly. Well, certainly. Fox Weird News. little things. Weird mm-hmm. little things that are going on in pro wrestling. Well, TMZ, they've got some good cub reporters. They've got some people that really uncover a lot of good stuff. They, TMZ is on a pro wrestling kick lately, actually. They do a they lot of it. pro wrestling reporting. Well, wrestlers seem to get themselves into a little bit of trouble. That's true. Yeah. But by reporting, I mean they stand outside the airport and like record John Cena putting his luggage in his car and put that up on the I, They TMZ. do have the little piece of paper that says press stuck into their fedoras or their Ed Hardy hats. So, I, mean, <laughs> I think the spirit of it's still there. <laughs> well, let's get to some uh, some news. That we, there's some bad It sounded news. like you were going to say, get this shit started. Hey, let's yeah. get this shit started. Yeah, yeah, let's get this shit started, guys. Why not? We're not hey, not safe for worth. work. Oh, no. <laughs> Try that again. Not N- safe for work, S- guys. F-W. Not you know what I mean, guys? For... Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? Time Magazine's got some bad news for Hulk Hogan. Bikini pictures. Oh. They published a list Not of eight celebrity-endorsed financial products we wouldn't buy. This is from Time Magazine, a legitimate news source. This I'd is, buy that magazine. This is no TMZ. Mm-hmm. Well, it included this list included Hulk Hogan's Rent-A-Center ads. Hogan, who is listed as a former WWE star, is knocked for pitching a TV rental offer that, quote, works out to more than twice of what a comparable product would cost if you purchased it, end quote. Brett, but it was, that was a good TV, though. You liked it. It had good picture quality, right? Uh, sure, sure, you sure. Got your, you got a Hulk Hogan Renner Center TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought a 19-inch Toshiba. Uh, <laughs> I think I ended up paying six grand for it. But that, that's a 19-inch, but it's also the three-color the three color lights, so it's actually a projection. Yeah, yeah, TV. and there's a built-in VHS player. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Well, Time Magazine says, quote, this hurts more than a body slam, end quote. <laughs> oh, Time Magazine. Woo. How are they letting Troy Aikman sneak out of this unscathed? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's in every one of those things. Right, right. Hey, that guy's a national hero. All right. <laughs> so is Hogan. Uh, you know, I feel like every time I see those Renaissance ads, and maybe just that I'm not paying that close attention to them, but I feel like everything is like from 1988. <laughs> no, it's I think they've got giant, like, big screen TVs from the, like, the late 80s. The projection ones, and then the There's beige like... leather couch that you'd sink into. Oh, it's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, don't sit there. So, a guy, a coke, a coke lord from the 80s had sex on that. <laughs> There's like a water bed with like a wood frame. <laughs> a lot of bean bags. <laughs> well, Steve, I know you're a movie buff. I'm a bit of a movie buff. You know, we're here in Hollywood. It's appropriate for there to be movie buffs around. I would say film historian almost. Almost. Well, well you have a lot of free time. Yeah, I, I have a lot of free time. WWE uh, Studios has got a new – they've acquired a new film. Oh, tell me more. Well, this is part of their new strategy because we reviewed some of their past uh, past movies here on our podcast. Well, right? I think some we of... do a critical analysis. Can I take a stab at just maybe saying what the premise is or at least where it's going to be shot at? <laughs> you, you, Yes. Okay, it's going to be shot in the Louisiana, New Orleans area. A lot of tax breaks, guys. A lot of tax breaks in the uh, uh, Louisiana It will star area. either Triple H or John Cena, and there's oh, well, going to be a kid involved. It looks like, yeah, I was about to say, it looks like you're getting something else. Yeah. You, uh, you get, what <laughs> There'll be reading? a kid involved. Okay. Uh, and somebody that was nominated for an Academy Award or Golden Globe but never won it. <laughs> 
And somebody who gets out of prison. Yeah. Yeah. If I could also add. <laughs> and has I, to resist getting back into their prison gang lifestyle. Can I, if I can also add, there's going to be no action. It's not going to be interesting <laughs> at all. It's going to be a very straightforward relationship. Well, drama. gentlemen, previously, those would have all been very, very safe bets. But WWE is embarking on a new strategy. <gasps> Tell us what? more. They're, what? They're, they're going to acquire some films that are out there and, uh, and put them out as WWE Studios films rather than producing them themselves and this is one of the movies they're acquiring it's called bermuda which is described as a found footage horror movie set in the bermuda triangle this is according to deadline.com wwe studios president michael luisi said about the movie acquisition quote the bermuda triangle has always been an intriguing and mysterious setting bobby and nathan the writers uh, script puts a very unique spin on the found footage genre. Does this have anything to do with JBL's missing scooter? Yeah, I was about to say, is it about, does it even have a, a wrestler in it? <laughs> JBL should be in it. He li- you're right, he lives there. Yeah, and his, and his scooter a, was stolen. He could have a helmet yeah. cam. <laughs> so wherever he's going as he's looking for his, uh, his scooter. <sighs> Where's my scooter? <laughs> ah, ah. There's like birds everywhere. Where's all my money? <laughs> Sounds like a boat in the distance. <laughs> Triple H. Cena. Oh, they're their daughters that they're estranged from. <laughs> I missed you. Steve, do you have any strong feelings on the found footage genre? Yeah, I think it sucks. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's... What about Blair Witch Project? You yeah, didn't like the Blair first Witch one Project? was great. Like the, and then it was all, it was all. It, you know what? You know what sucked about well, the horror paranormal movie? activity. Everybody loves paranormal activity. I didn't. I never saw it. You I didn't, didn't see it either. Yeah, you yeah. didn't see it either. Yeah, I heard it was really fucking scary. It sounded too scary. <laughs> You're too scared to go. I was too scared to go. Well, Bermuda is going to be terrifying. Yeah, especially because it's going to be released by a, a company that's been famous for you know professional wrestling, and it's not going to have any professional wrestlers in their movie. I don't think it will. They're going to have to splice in some footage of Cena and Triple H on a fishing excursion or something. A green screen with Randy Orton. (laughs) Stalked by Kane. (laughs) Kane with a fin coming out of... That's terrible. That's stupid. Well, speaking of tropical parts of the world, The Rock was back in uh, Hawaii uh, just recently. Uh, where I guess he he spent part of his time growing up as a kid in Hawaii. And he went and he spoke at his old school that he used to go to, his junior high school. But then he did an interview while he was there that said, uh, quote, I did a lot of my growing up here in Hawaii. I would skip school, and me and my buddies would go down to Waikiki, and there was a theater down there. We would watch Harrison Ford movies and Sylvester Stallone. I mean, those guys were my heroes, and I dreamt about this successful movie career back then. That's was- why I never make movies like them. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very special time for me. Stay in school, kids. I know. <laughs> what kind of message is this? Yeah. By the way, I'm producing a found footage horror film with no professional wrestlers. In it. Listen, kids, skip school. Yeah. Uh, instead, spend all your time trying to be a movie star. Yeah. There's it, a bright future in that for you. One in a million of you will do it. Especially if you're poor kids from Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Because one of you will make it. A percentage, a, a percentage of a percentage will make it. There's a chance you could be an extra on Dog the Bounty Hunter someday. <laughs> or he could. On? There's, oh, probably, on, there's probably a better chance that he'd have to come find you. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you may make an uh, un, uh, an To unwanted... all our Hawaiian listeners, uh, I apologize. 
<laughs> she may make an unwanted appearance, an unexpected appearance on Dog the Bounty Hunter. Is it really still on? I figure there's... Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of a dog fan. I'm so, yeah. I, for some reason, I, I just assumed that show would have been canceled and he would have showed up working on Hawaiian Storage Wars or something. Well, ever since he made all the racial slurs... The show took, exploded. The, no, no. <laughs> when he made all those racial slurs, uh, he uh, they took the show off there for a while. Mm-hmm. And then they just really quietly put it back on the air. Like, they kind of didn't say shit. It was like when Jay Leno took back over The Tonight Show. It was just like, they didn't put out a press release. He was just, like, back hosting The Tonight Show that <laughs> night, you know? Like, they haven't really hyped Jay Leno as... He's back at the night show. They just kind of shoved him back it's in. It's like, there. yeah, this is happening, right? Yeah. yeah you're, if we don't bring any attention to it, you won't mind. You maybe won't even remember that Conan O'Brien hosted this show for eight months. But uh, Dog was kind of like that. They just started putting new episodes on the air. And uh, there's new episodes on. every. They're they're always doing new seasons of Dog. What do you find interesting about this show? Well, I like I like the, the pro wrestling type character of Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I can't believe he's never been on a pro wrestling. Itself. That would be the that would be the found footage movie I'd want to see. Is you have a professional wrestler as that bounty hunter do a fake reality TV show with a wrestler doing what Dog's doing. But or it, or dog of, could go after professional wrestlers who commit crimes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. There's enough of them. Dog hunting Matt Hardy and and Scott Hall. <laughs> you got to bring them to justice, and they're so dangerous because they're so strong. Scott Hall would be wrestlers. easy to catch right now, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. He's not. He's not very mobile. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> just, shucks, guys. just catch him on his on his uh, ten minute walk to the ring at the next independent show he's on. <laughs> uh, guys, oh, you guys are scumbags. It's not necessary. You guys are scumbags. Speaking of wrestlers who have gone downhill, China was making a lot of news this past week. Yeah, what'd she do? She's just drunk and drug addicted and crazy. Disorderly. Where? She's drunk and disorderly. Where? I think she was at the uh, some kind of adult video convention. Yeah. 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 And she was kind of rambling and falling all over herself. People reported, allegedly. Mm -hmm. Let's give China the benefit of the doubt. Allegedly. Her tweets seem coherent enough to me. She's been just tweeting insane things about Vince McMahon. If you were doing stuff that would garner you extra attention at an adult video convention already, I would have to say that these people probably are telling the truth. <laughs> or, uh, yeah. Like if you're embarrassing people at the yeah, porno yeah. convention, I mean, then really, it's like, did you just see that? Yeah. Honey, take that dildo out of your mouth for a second. Look at China. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, she's acting weird. <laughs> Hey, does this T-shirt that says "I like just"? Oh my God, what is that? <laughs> so, do all these balls fit in here? Uh, look at China. What is she's just stumbling around? <laughs> Pull those out. Nothing weird about that. <laughs> the last one was relaxing. <laughs> well, Steve, you might like this. Uh, some more movie news. What about Brett? What about Brett's here? No, I, I yeah. care about Brett's opinion, but I know that you are like this big movie buff with all these strong opinions about films. All right. So that's why I'm throwing this one to you. Well, could you make eye contact with me? You This entire time you've been looking at Brett but talking to me. I was, you've, you told me when we first met, never look me in the eye. That's why I have my sunglasses on. <laughs> uh, but uh, Liam Neeson is rumored to be under consideration to play WWE CEO Vince McMahon in the Chris Benoit movie Crossface, which is scheduled to begin production later this year, according to a report by RumorFlix.com. False. Neeson shot down the rumor during an interview <laughs> producing, promoting his new movie, The Grey, and claimed to have no interest in the role because he doesn't know much about McMahon or Benoit. <laughs> Interestingly, WWE has been I'm pushing... I'm sorry, I can't do that. 
Who the fuck are they? <laughs> Interestingly, WWE has been pushing Neeson's new movie this week. WWE promoted the movie trailer through social media, and wrestlers talked up to the movie after being, being given an early look this past weekend. You know, I happen to know, from having lived out here in Hollywood for a while, that this is a Hollywood publicity technique to drum up publicity for movies that are in production and want to get funding. They, they put out false rumors about people that they think could star in the movie. And then when people are sort of confronted with that information, they shoot it down. And yeah. The, as, the production goes down in flames. As, as he did. He goes, I don't know what the fuck this but, is. But WWE wouldn't want to. I mean, WWE's not going to produce the They're Chris not making Benoit this movie. movie. No, it's yeah. not their movie. No. So they wouldn't want to be the ones to, that are you know, they're putting not all that publicity out. The, the, no, they're not. I'm saying whoever's oh. making this movie is. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 they're, yeah they're sowing those seeds of... I, I think Liam Neeson would be an awesome Vince McMahon. He would, actually. I, I was thinking about it, and it's like, yeah, it fits. I think that'd be really fucking cool, but it's... I, <laughs> there's a reason he said no, because he doesn't know what the hell... I think Ryan doing. Reynolds is Chris Benoit. Nice. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Smart is his wife, woman. <laughs> Who's I, Amy Smart? Uh, I don't she know. She was in, like, yeah, the... one and two. Don't know her. Sex in public. She has sex in public? Yeah, twice. In movies or in real life? Uh, movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, who would you cast as the woman? Oh, boy. As the, who's the woman? The woman, Nancy the Benoit. The woman's playing or Nancy Benoit? Well, woman was her character with Oh, with oh right. Kevin of Sullivan. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Woman. Um, uh, Demi Moore? <laughs> <laughs> who's your Benoit? <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> that's that's, good. that's weird. They just yeah. broke up. That's it doesn't matter. Rob there. Lowe is playing, uh, what's his name in that Lifetime? Drew Peterson in that Lifetime movie. Yeah. <laughs> you got uh, a who's, Holly- playing, who's playing Kevin Sullivan? You got to Hollywood this stuff up. Yeah, then who's playing Kevin Sullivan? Who'd be a good Kevin Sullivan? Uh, uh, Philip Seymour Alfred. Hoffman. Ooh, yeah, yeah, wow. Great, great. He'd be a great Kevin mm-hmm. Sullivan, actually. Oh, then you would have uh, uh, John C. Riley as, uh, as, uh, <laughs> as Vincent K. McMahon in that one. As Vincent K. McMahon. Vincent K. <laughs> no, I was trying to say Vincent. Okay, McMahon. Yeah, is that all right with you? That's cool with me. We don't can, don't look me in the eye. Yeah, sorry. I'll put my glasses <laughs> back on. But uh, yeah, I guess these people are going to make this movie, or they're trying to make this movie. Crossface. That's a shame. They're, like I, I, all right, I, 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 I'm getting choked up about it. Moment of silence. <laughs> I think I think we just had one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, how about some WWE news? The um, well, you know. They were, they were going crazy with social media for like a couple months there. They were constantly telling you what everybody's Twitter handles were, what was trending, this and that. And they pulled it back the last few episodes of, of Raw and SmackDown. They haven't been doing it as much. And uh, and then this past week on Raw... Eagle-eyed uh, viewers may notice. Yeah, that you yeah. Know, you know, a lot of people were making fun of the fact that John Laurinaitis received a fax during the end of the episode <laughs> that was brought to him by David Otunga. So I don't. Know, I guess WWE is running around. Not only are they not doing Twitter anymore, they're also carrying around uh, ancient uh, office equipment with the rolly paper that goes in there too. <laughs> you know, and if that fax gets sheared off, sometimes it goes under the table. Oh yeah, and it'll then curl. you can't find it'll it curl, for like yeah. a day, and then so. you can't find out what where your aunt's passport's coming in. Right, right, yeah. right. Or like if if the guy on death row is getting acquitted, but it just drops off under the desk. Oh, the fax yeah. that says "Let him go." Yeah, yeah. Signed the governor, and it rolls under the desk, and then nobody sees it after that. That's the worst. Well, you know, we did an entire episode dedicated to John Laurinaitis not too long ago. A we tribute sure to the man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I thought maybe we should give him a call and see if we could chat uh, with him. We could give him a call. I actually, he's in the, the, the green room. Oh, what? He's in the green room. <laughs> you guys, so we don't need to give him a call. Yeah. You've, <laughs> you've, you've, you brought him here? I, 
We could have Hogan bring him in. Yeah, we carpooled today. All right, well, <laughs> let's buzz Hulk Hogan, who works as our receptionist, and see if he can send in uh, John Laurinaitis. Are you there, Hulk? It's us, Curtain Jerks. Hey, brothers. How you doing today? Uh, good. That's Judy hey, Bloom reference. Hey, I was wondering uh, if we could replace this furniture here in the lobby of Comedy Podcast Network Studio. Uh, what do you mean Hogan? replace it? We just bought all that, Hulk. Well, I was just, you know... Troy and I have this side job. You know, we could probably get all the furniture replaced in this here for, you know, pretty cheap. We'd spread it out over payments. You'd never even realize it was happening. Let's talk about it later, Hogan. Let's talk about it later. Yeah. Okay, well, why Mark, don't I just go ahead and do it? it? You know, Hulk, you know, we bought, we bought all your vitamins. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. We I, said I, our prayers. We yeah, said our prayers. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't Yeah, You're right, Steve. We'll talk about it later, this yeah. furniture deal. Um, but listen, is uh, Laurinaitis out there? He sure is. He's his back really hurts because he's sitting on this chair that's not very comfortable. That's we just got that from IKEA. Uh, junk. I know uh, it's like the place. Walmart of Europe. Uh, look, could you uh, could you send Laurinaitis in? Hey, John Boy, go on in. They're ready for you. All right. Uh, just, should I just put this love on? Just you want? You want me to sit down? You just well, yeah, you don't need down. to put a love on. You're just talking to the microphone in front of you. Yeah, so, I just, I this isn't a TV I'm, shoot. What are these cameras for? What? The cameras. What are the cameras for? That's just for my own personal viewing later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll just. Well, thank you for having me, guys. Yeah. Look, uh, we wanted to find out what was going on. WWE. No Twitter stuff lately. Plus, you've got a fax. First we, of all, if the, I don't know if the fans know who you are. Could you just tell them what your job title is? <laughs> I'm John Laurinaitis, and I'm the interim Raw General Manager. And the, the Director of Talent Relations. Director of Talent Relations. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, what's been going on? I mean, what you guys get? You guys have a fax machine that you carry with you on the road everywhere. Some, people have stopped faxing. There's email now. Yeah, yeah. it said attachments. Guys, guys, I obviously received a fax machine from someone. Someone. There's at least one other fax machine out there. What? You well, mean you're the fax so, machine had to send the fax from a fax machine to a fax? <laughs> oh, machine. Oh, that's what you're saying. You're defending the fact that. You're not the only one with a fax machine anymore. One other guy in a video store in Orlando has a fax machine. Outside of, what, TNA Impact headquarters? And he's the guy who sent you that fax from the WWE board? <laughs> That's what you're saying? Another thing, John, is that you have a smartphone. We see you on a Blackberry yeah, or something every week. Guys, guys, I thought this was a friendly interview. All right? I can explain everything. I feel like you're coming at me from all sides. First of all... That phone is a paperweight I use to keep faxes on my desk. <laughs> really? <laughs> so about how many faxes do you think you get a day? Yeah. Well, how many text messages do you receive, Brett? Well, anywhere from five to ten, let's say. And you, Mark? Yeah, about the same. I run a fucking company. I get about a hundred texts or faxes a day. What? Are some of them really short? Like, you know, where are you at or do you want to do lunch? Exactly. Where do you want to get some lunch? I don't know. How about Applebee's? Seems like an incredible waste of paper. I'm the raw interim general manager and head of talent relations. So you are allowed to waste paper? Yes. Okay. We also have a computer that fits inside of a room. <laughs> computers computers that fit inside of the room are like, that's like from the 50s. Yes, we have a small room that fits a computer inside of it. We tra It travels with us. You guys bring that to every arena that, that you guys set you up? carry in? that around. You load it up in the truck. Guys, we put on a weekly television show of 90 minutes of entertainment. No, it's like longer than 90 minutes. What? So, two, so over two hours, the show. Well, I've got the faxes right here. I'll show you. 
Uh, he does. He has a lot of faxes. You do have a big stack of faxes. It looks like he just had a rubber band around a bunch of old maps, but it's a bunch of loose leaf faxes. You're right, Mark. More than 90 minutes. <laughs> okay, yeah, thank you. Listen, I know that you spent a lot of your career in Japan. Uh, when you were Konnichiwa. Over... Oh, yeah. yeah. When you were over in Japan, um, you must they, they, they're known for their technical advancements. You must have used some more advanced technology when you were there, huh? To communicate with the rest of the world. Yeah, they have a TV that's really big that uses three lights and it projects onto the television. No, that just that's that's like a big screen TV from like the eighties. Can I interrupt here, dudes? Oh God, I yeah. could actually probably get you one of those, Johnny. Oh, thanks, Terry. It's good to see you again. You too, pal. Up top, hey. down low. Yeah, here uh, it is. Around, yeah. and then the snap. Dynamic dudes. Yeah. <laughs> You say good to see you again, you mean as opposed to just a couple minutes ago when you saw him in the lobby? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he missed him. Uh, as the raw interim general manager and yeah. head of talent relations, yeah. I'm a nostalgic guy. Okay. Can I ask you a question just about the, the logistics of the traveling with all that stuff? I hope it's personal because I want to make this a juicy interview. Uh, John, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks. Hey, guys. Yeah. Was I supposed to be sitting on this dildo this entire time? What? Yeah, we got that from the adult film convention. Yeah. Do you mind if I take it with me? No, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, John. All right. Well, let's get, guys. I've got some potentially exciting news. Oh, I've really? actually got some really potentially exciting news before you start. What? Uh, I was. I've sitting... got some really exciting news before you start. <laughs> okay. No, right. Go, you go. Go ahead. You first. Okay. Oh, I was sitting in the uh, I was sitting in the lobby during that interview, yeah. and those chairs really are uncomfortable. Maybe no. we should talk to Hogan about renting some new stuff. Brett, what's your news? I didn't really have any. I he just, just wanted, wanted to interrupt me. He, he interrupted you. I wanted to interrupt him. Well, I was Mark, I was hoping you would interrupt Brett. I stopped the chain. I didn't play. Yeah, yeah. that's good. A couple uh, episodes. Bits and bits and bits. A couple episodes ago on, Jesus. The, on the show. <laughs> I hit one of your cameras. We speculated <laughs> on the possibility of somebody creating a you know, full card of MMA matches featuring all former professional wrestlers. Yeah, one of yeah, the yeah. best ideas ever. We just We just kind of riffed a bunch of matches that we thought would be great to see. But Bobby Lashley wants to actually have a fight with Batista, an MMA fight. And he was talking about it quite a bit this week. He said, I know a lot of people are looking at that fight and saying I shouldn't take it, but that's the entertainment aspect of MMA. If the wrestling fans want that, then it's an opportunity for me to have a fight, which will probably warrant a good amount of money. I'll take that fight, no problem. That's what we were saying, that this show would make a fortune. If you had a bunch of former wrestlers like the Ultimate Warrior and Kevin Nash, yeah. and, headlining and Batista and Bobby Lashley all fighting each other on an MMA show, maybe it's going to happen. I'm I'm really looking forward to that Brock Lesnar Funaki fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, is this uh, is Batista signed up to to do a match? Is have people just been talking about? This, I think or? people are talking about it. Are they just talking about it in the same way that Liam Neeson was a uh, an, uh, is uh, it is it trending? Is trending? <laughs> is that that's I think what we need to know? Yeah, it might be like the Liam Neeson thing. Maybe they asked Batista and he didn't even know about. They approached him like, was. "What the fuck yeah, are yeah. you talking about?" <laughs> uh, there's some other hey social. Man, I want to fight you. There's some other social uh, media. What, what's that? Is hey last... man, I want to fight you. I'm gonna fight you, Batista. Uh, 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 uh is that you, Lashley? Yeah, I'm, I want to fight you. Oh, here it is. 
Yeah, look, uh, Lashley, I mean, uh, I was a main event guy, WWE. You're not even, uh, you weren't ever even a top guy. I was a top guy. No, I won the ECW belt. No, you were That's like the third string belt, brother. Not to me, man. That belt's meaningless. It's gone now, actually. It doesn't even exist anymore. I've got an imprint of it in wax in my apartment. <laughs> hey, uh, why don't you go back to TNA for a while, huh? Be a second stringer for life. Why don't you lose some more weight? Lose weight? I'm a badass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to fight you, Batista. Well, it could go like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Riveting. Absolutely riveting. Really be thrilling if you promoted (laughs) it with those kind of promos. Yeah, just 45 minutes of them talking to each other. Lashley was always great on the microphone. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, Lashley's mic skills were always fantastic. (laughs) Um, There's some big... We were talking about Twitter. Well, WWE may be off the Twitter train, but let me tell you who's on it. On a runaway train. Let me tell you who's engaging in social media for the first time ever. The icon, Sting. Oh, boy. Sting has set up a Facebook. Sting has set up a Twitter. He's got a Craigslist ad for a couch he's selling. A LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a Friendster account. (laughs) A MySpace. (laughs) He's also got a few hot tracks on SoundCloud. Sting (laughs) has been tweeting. And let me tell you guys, these tweets... Bring all the excitement that you expect from Sting in 2012. All the thrills that you get from 52-year-old Sting on TNA every single week. All the bold decision-making that he makes as the... Um, well, he runs the show over there. The guy who runs the show. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple of the tweets here. and I want you guys to hold on to something because there's big news. There's a lot of excitement going on in Sting's Twitter feed. Okay, I'm going to grab this handicap bar that I had installed by the table. <laughs> Hold on for the first tweet ever, which was... Brett, you want to get in on this? Well, I'm sitting on a throne anyway. So. Hold on for hello fans. I'm finally on Twitter. Plenty of news coming soon about Impact, my website, and more. I'll try to post as my schedule permits. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> Woo! Fuck! So right, oh my god! Right off the bat, <laughs> Steve is wrecking the studio right now. He just tore his shirt off. Uh, he's masturbating on the table. Oh lord! Steve, knock it! Oh jeez, He's well. That is probably the reaction of in almost every house in America. We've only gotten started. And- I, don't, I don't know if this room can take another one. I like I like though for right at the beginning he he did let you know not to expect too much. He's only mm-hmm. gonna post as his schedule permits. Sure, sure, sure. And Sting's got a busy schedule. Of course guys. he does. He's he an runs icon. he runs a wrestling company. He's an icon. All right. You guys ready for another one? Mm-hmm. I this was his third tweet ever. I think it's only fitting to give a public thank you to Dixie Carter. She has been a huge help getting me up and running, slash tweeting. Phil had just set that table back up. A couple tweets later, he tweeted, Let's try this again. Thank you, Dixie, for putting the fire under me to get me tweeting. Lots of praise for Dixie. Guys? (laughs) How many more? DNA! 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 Thank you, Dixie! Thank you, Dixie! Thank you, Dixie! You still got it! You still got it! 
<laughs> I've got three more. I'm scared to read them because I don't know if you guys can handle them. Maybe I'll go through them all quickly. Okay? Please. I'll go through them all at once. Brace yourselves. This one is to Jeff Hardy. Have you ever been in better shape? Keep going. Then the next one's to TNA Dixie. Just got in from the gun show in Dallas. Then the last one I've got here <laughs> is a response to a fan. The fan said, Sting, I remember going to my dad's work and watching Sting wrestle on Saturday mornings. And Sting said in response, time spent with dad are like gold. Yeah! <laughs> ECW! 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 <laughs> All right, guys. I think I think we need to move on from that because it's, oh, so, it's overwhelming. Oh my God! What a torrent of information! It's overwhelming. The social media will never be the same. <laughs> We've only got a couple of minutes left, and I, we got a bunch of other things that I was hoping we would get to here. So maybe we'll just kind of blitz through them. Speed Let's round. Blitz. Speed round yeah. here Let's at the end. Well, we're recording this a few days before the Royal Rumble, but WWE has been doing this weird marketing for the Rumble that nobody quite under, understands. They're saying in all the promotion that the, for the first time ever in history. The Royal Rumble will, can include any WWE superstar. And nobody understands what this means. Mm -hmm. Speculation, gentlemen? I think they are, they put in these sort of nuggets of mystery because they don't know what they're going to do. It's like yeah. the first season of Lost. They're going to be like, yeah, all this crap. Yeah, there's a polar bear. Everything. Yeah. There's a polar bear yeah. in the jungle. Legends, how to get there? You know, uh, people that used to work for them, guys that work around the ring, cameramen. <laughs> you know, anybody. I think the truth might be close to that. I wonder if it means that like Michael Cole or random announcers or whatever could somehow be in it this year. Oh, but God. you don't want to warn people of that. It's always fun when That's it's a true. surprise. When it's like, what the fuck? All oh, right. You know, also, as soon guys, as you're telling people it's going to be weird, it's like, well, now I'm going to be disappointed because it's not going to be weird enough. Also, this week, Ultimate Warrior was bragging about the fact that he declined an invitation to be in the Hall of Fame, which was a couple years ago they asked him to do it. And he said no. Yeah. He took a stand. Why should he be in the Hall of Fame? They made that shitty DVD about him. They made a whole DVD called The Self-Destruction of the Ultimate Warrior and uh, Brett, ripped on him for an hour straight. Brett, you have a vote on the council. So I why yeah, you yeah. voted? Did you vote for or against Warrior? I voted for him. Yeah. Just on um, just theor, you know, character alone and costuming and makeup. Were you a lone minority or were there other people on the council? Uh, there was that? one other vote for him. Who was that? Uh, Dusty Rhodes. Oh. <laughs> Dusty was a fan, huh? Yeah, yeah. You never know. Also, this uh, past week, um, January 23rd passed, and it was the 28th anniversary of January 23rd, 1984. Guess, guesses I, I'm, to what that date is? Wait, what did you just say? January 23rd, 1984. Did you just say it was the... Uh was the was a, a famous date in wrestling history, and this was the 28th anniversary of it this week. Okay, I was. Uh, that, that was I, I said it in a really confusing way. It, it was, was like the. Oh, guys! I just want to let you know today is the anniversary of last Hogan year's. winning I think the I title. Just, I think I just spit out my old high school locker combination. Was it was it Hogan winning <laughs> the title? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the anniversary. Hogan! It was the anniversary of Hogan winning the title. Yeah. That's what it was. And the Vince McMahon era of professional wrestling being ushered in. Huh? Not with a whimper, but with a bang. With a bang, brothers. That was back with the golden olive green belt back then. <laughs> yeah. They should bring back that retro belt. That's they brought awesome. back the old Intercontinental title. With those older belts, didn't they have they'd have uh, the metal seemed to stick out just a little bit. So if someone got clocked in the head, it would really bust them open, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or they'd have the wings or they'd have like the wreath or they'd It's a much more hardcore time, professional wrestling. Yeah. 
You get if you got hit with a belt, you were cut open. I, I if I got hit by a belt now, I'd cut myself open. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Neither does the PG era of WWE guys. Oh no, guys! I. What about this quick story, huh? What about this quick story? The Huffington Post reported an update on Hulk Hogan's ex-wife, Linda Bolea. Bolea, 52, and her 23-year-old fiancé, Charlie, Charlie Hill, <laughs> recently completed filming for VH1's Couples Therapy Show. The couple is reportedly going strong after discussing relationship issues on the show. So just so you guys know, everything's going on well with Linda Bolea. And 23-year-old uh, mini Hulk Hogan. What do you want to bet that the entire show is her talking about how great the sex is and directly into the camera and then ending each <laughs> sentence with, isn't that right, Hogan? You're She's gay like, with Ed Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it's so nice to be with a man who's mobile. It's got some energy. <laughs> hey, guys. Brothers, the intercom was on. I've heard all of that. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh God, this Hulkster. is awkward. Hulkster. Uh, uh, the only thing that'd make me feel better is if you guys ordered some furniture from Renaissance Center. <laughs> you got it, buddy. You got it. Okay, I'll place the order. All right. I'm just gonna put turn off on. the intercom. Yeah, put that on mute. Steve, I think we're gonna have to order some Renaissance Center shit now. <laughs> we're fucked. A lot of it. <laughs> we're screwed now. Well, I always wanted to see what happened when you stood in front of those three light digital. <laughs> sorry, three light analog projectors. <laughs> you, you know what that story reminded me of, though the Hogan story, which I had him forget- overhearing on the intercom. Forgotten about? No, yeah, no. The whole the whole thing about the young Charlie Hill. Remember when Linda first started dating that guy, and Hogan said that he understood what OJ went through. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, I, was, I wouldn't murder anybody, but I could understand how you could chop off two people's heads. It's like, the guy's in my house working out on my equipment. I can understand what OJ went through. <laughs> was, he, was he talking about his gym or his bedroom? Hey. hey. Or his ex-wife. Whoa. Guys, now you're talking so loud I could hear you through the wall. Oh, God. I'm sorry, Hulkster. Hulkster. Hulkster, get out of here. We told you never come into the studio. All right, dudes. Uh, well, guys, I, I got one last story here, and it's about Jim Ross. You know, Jim Ross is the world champion uh, tweeter, Twitter, yeah, yeah, he's Twitter awesome. re- wrestling person. He tweets all day long, nonstop. Well, the other day, things potentially uh, went wrong for Jim Ross. They almost went bad, but it turned out all right. He tweeted, quote, bad day. I got hit by a pickup. Totaled my Escalade, or so the body shop thinks. Seatbelt and airbag saved me. Then later he uh, tweeted again, thanks to seatbelt airbag, I'm sore in places I didn't know I had. Escalade totaled. Guy hit head on as he made an illegal turn. Blessed. Two things. Yeah. One, seatbelt airbag, great name for a tag team. Two, <laughs> I am so glad that he's okay because I can't imagine how like that ship would just explode and then sink and then surface and explode again if he wasn't with the company. Yeah. Hey, I'm just surprised he didn't squeeze in plugs for his barbecue sauce and shit on those tweets. <laughs> he managed to restrain himself for those yeah. two tweets. I could live another day to enjoy my spicy mustard. Because <laughs> his whole life on Twitter is a squeezing in stuff about his mustard and barbecue but sauce in between every single tweet in between juicy nuggets of like of wrestler lore like and then it's like and delicious snacks for yeah for sure he'll be like well savannah jack died this week always a good hand got sauce <laughs> you're like what <laughs> he should have done some tweets like that for his accident this guy hit me head on i hope i can pull through got sauce <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he was Argentinian. Free shipping to South America. 
Have you guys ever had an Argentinian snake? Steak? Did a I what? Say snake? Oh boy, we <laughs> Sorry, just learned guys. a lot about Steve. Right We're now. out of time. <laughs> Heroin just kicked in. <laughs> We're out of time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to this episode of Curtain Jerks. Please check us out on Twitter. We're on Twitter and we tweet a lot. Trend Twitter. us. Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. We're also Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. And uh, thanks to everybody here at the Comedy Podcast Network. You can also reach us at our fax number, which is... Um... Oh, brother. Uh, you can check us out always at the Comedy Podcast Network.com. Plus, you can subscribe on iTunes, rate and review the show. Thanks to Phil Ranta, our producer here, and the president of the Comedy Podcast Network. And for Curtain Jerks, I'm Mark Porzeka. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Brett Cannell. Join us next time. Bye-bye. Do we have a fax? We do. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.